0: Welcome to the Photo Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gagne, and on today's podcast, I speak with photo director Thomas Payne. Thomas is the current photo director of both Popular Science and Savior Magazines. In this interview, I speak to Thomas about how he got into photography, what he looks for when hiring new photographers, and also how he balances editing two different magazines each month. Thomas is someone who has a wealth of knowledge about photography and the photo business, so I was excited to get a chance to speak with him about all his experience working within photography. So I hope you enjoy it and thanks so much for listening. All right, well, uh, Thomas Payne, welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks for taking the time to do this. I was excited to talk to you with everything you've done within photography, if pop sci, and uh, how do you pronounce? Uh, is it s- Savoir? Savior? Yeah, yeah. I have,
1: Everybody gets it. Kind of says it a little bit differently. I think I would pronounce pronounce it a little bit
0: different every single time. I was trying to get fancy with it. I was trying to roll the tongue. Yeah, it's, but yeah. Thanks for having me, Alex. This is fun. Yeah, definitely. But I guess just to kind of start off, I was kind of curious, like uh, where you grew up and um, how you kind of got into photography. I guess. Um, I grew
1: up in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, to two New York City, um, parents and we moved out to Utah in like the early eighties cause of my dad's job. And, um, I was always sort of a kid that liked as much as I liked, uh, you know, sports and doing all that stuff, which I did a lot of, I was also the kid that liked to draw and then got into, you know, living where I grew up with like the Rocky mountains and stuff. I got really into like Ansel Adams and okay. you know, that kind of like landscape photography, just growing up in the mountains that sort of was the first thing kind of maybe hooked me into photography. Interesting. Um, And also my mom kind of played around it. Like she like took a ton of photos of us as a kid and she was always this big like supporter of like any sort of little art thing. And she was always a really great critic. It was always not, why do I like it? It was like, well, or how my compositions, when I first started out shooting, it was never just like, oh, that's great. It was always like, what about it? What can I do to make it better? Um, so I got into like started shooting uh probably around 13 14 years old. Oh, wow, do you remember like first camera you kind of picked up? My very first camera I got was uh, my uncle sent me his like all his Nikon gear okay from his like old SLRs and stuff. And then my first camera that I that my parents probably bought for me was like some sort of Canon.
0: Probably the one or something like that. Yeah,
1: something like that. Or maybe even like a rebel, like right initially, you know.
0: Um, That's cool. What kind of stuff were you photographing when you first kind of got into it? Um, it was always kind of like how I saw the world, you know. And then growing up in Utah,
1: there was a lot of like, again, like Ansel, the Ansel Adams. But then I got into kind of his whole, he, who was also like Edward Weston and all that kind of stuff. Like okay. I loved black and white photography as a kid, for sure. Yeah, That was probably like my favorite thing to do and then um, after high school I uh, discovered you know art school was a possibility and you know always wanted to move back to New York City and be in the middle of it and oh really discovered SVA and because no one at my high school was saying hey look you could go to art school in New York City
0: so you kind of even knew like in high school like you wanted to like you're growing up in Utah you kind of envision yourself living in New York always kind of no, not
1: necessarily. Um, I didn't really even know what the options were. You know, it was my, you know, my parents were like, go to, you know, get your degree, go to school. Like college was super important. Mm-hmm. But art school was not on their radar like a possibility to get like a four-year degree. My parents just wanted me to get a degree. Yeah. And you no, know, it was important to me too. But I think I just, I think American Photo might have done like the best, photo programs in the country, and like some 90s edition of it, and I remember like, you know, Brooks Institute, and you know, a bunch of the California art schools, and SVA was just the one that was like New York City, and you know, I had family lived here, so I was kind of familiar with it, and then I got applied, got accepted, and moved out to New York City, and I'm that's pre-
0: date myself like <laughs> 1997. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, that's cool, dude. Um, and then the rest is history, I guess. I guess when you're like in SVA, like, did you kind of, did you think you're going to be a photographer, or when did you kind of, what were you kind of doing while you're in SVA, Were you shooting a lot? Or? I was
1: shooting a lot
0: um, for a while. Like,
1: you know, when I first started, I think like, my first freshman year was like a whole black and white project on like Central Park. Okay. Right. Because like, and then. Shooting-wise, I kind of, like, loved shooting more, like, people, you know, starting to get into that. Like, you know, David La Chappelle was getting big at the time, and, like, um I was always, like, obsessed with, like, magazines and, every, you know, what people were doing in magazines, especially, like, celebrity photography. Yeah. And uh by the end of my senior year, I was probably, like, more shooting, like, people, like, in a more stylized way. But then I started interning. My first, like, real, real intern, I had some of those small interns, but internships my first like real one my senior year was for uh, maxim online wow and and, that, was, and that's when maxim was like that was maxim big. yeah i was like 80. that probably was like 99 2000 Yep, and it was like the height of like the lad mag and um so yeah i got like i was doing the online and i the photo editor there loretta black was nice enough to like let me kind of take a more like active role in doing stuff and it was like the first kind of little step into like Holy crap, by the end of my senior year, I was
0: like doing photo editing stuff. That's pretty cool, so, yeah. Like, so you're kind of bouncing school and doing the internship at the same time?
1: Yeah, no, I know. I, my senior year, I kind of got all my classes to be on one day, and then I would go to Maxim every other day. So I was like, I think all my schoolwork was on Wednesdays, classwork. I mean, I was in the dark room and doing stuff at night, but during the day, I was like working at Maxim as much as I could. Yeah. And, uh, it was a fun experience
0: at the time for sure. Yeah. It seems really exciting. I remember when I first, like, I, didn't, I never worked at a magazine, but I remember like first time I assisted and, cause it's like one thing to be in school and you got these like old professors talking about it. Yeah. But once you kind of get that real, like be on a real job and there was, like real, like, uh, real stuff going on. It's definitely exciting. Um, but I guess like when you're at SVA, do you, do you feel like that was kind of a useful, useful experience kind of going through that program? Or are you kind of glad you went there? You I think? loved
1: going to SVA. It was really fun. Um, you know, it's kind of funny going to SBA because you're, you know, going, like if you're going to school in Maine or something and it's kind of removed from the real world, where here you're like, I'm going to be in photo or the photo industry, and you're slapped right in the middle of the photo district, and, you know, you're like an art school student trying to do photos yeah. that kind of want to emulate actual working photographers, and you're like, it's so such just kind of like, Get thrown right into the, the the hubbub of it all. That's cool. Didn't cool. Any
0: of the kids you kind of went to school with end up going on shooting any photographers? Oh yeah, a
1: bunch of them: like Thomas Pryor, Kareem Black, Michael wow. Greenberg. Uh, I mean, the yeah. list goes on and heavy, on. Heavy hitters, man. That's, yeah, it was like it was fun. And, um, and then yeah, I I did plan to be a, sh- a shooter. That was my plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know I got that internship at Maxim, and then right at the end of my internship. They were launching Blender magazine. It was all part of Dennis Publishing yep. at the time, and that was like they were launching the music magazine. I needed to, you know, since I'd already had a whole year of that kind of work, and I needed to pay my rent, you know. And uh, they I somehow got the job at photo at for the as a photoist. I think I started as a photo assistant at, at
0: Blender, right? Like right at the tail end of issue one. Wow and how many how many when you started there cuz this is actually interesting to me when you started there how many photo editors did they have <laughs> uh there was like 4 or 5 maybe four that's, for sure That's crazy to think Which, now cuz like most well, magazines have like one Yeah in the it's list. just me right now <laughs> like, so
1: is you know since I've been at Bonnier my current job I've always been you know the the only photo editor at at uh, Pop Pop and mm-hmm. now that I do Soeur it's like you know they're quarterly so it's like four issues a year but yeah that's when you think about what the budget you had back in the day, how the whole media landscape was super different. Mm -hmm. But I had, you know, Blender was really great. It was really fun. It was music. And I had, like, a bunch of the photo editor at the time, Tanya Martin, was, uh, she was, like, a really great mentor. She was, like, really showed me, like, Open my eyes to like what to be like a really good photo editor could be
0: yeah because like how would you describe like the job of a photo editor i'm sure it's kind of changed over the time since you've started doing it but like what do you think or like how would you kind of describe your role in the i guess in the magazine world as well? um it's funny i mean you're
1: like producing photo shoots mm-hmm. right and i guess it depends on it's a bit a little bit different Depending on who the creative team is and what your direction, what magazine you're working on, how big your staff is, yeah, you know, um, I'd say now it's like a little. I like to work closely with the creative, the creative director and the art directors. It's, I mean, I love working on magazines because it's such a like collaboration. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you start off with these ideas. You know, you try to figure out the best kind of way to do something, and then it's like and then you make it happen with a collaboration of like really great photographers, really great stylists, really great art people. Mm. And uh, I mean, right now it's like, if there's a photo to be had, if it's like something from eye stock all the way to like, you know, making sure like the president of the United States gets photographed, it's all part of that. Yeah, what I'm doing, which is great because I started off doing mostly like
0: photo research mm. and then slowly started doing more producing shoots. You know, yeah. yeah do you um, remember kind of some of the first shoots you started producing? I guess even when you're at, like at Blender, I guess.
1: Yeah, um, they were like the small one pagers or like the tiny shoots. And, you know, Tanya was again was the photo director at the time for, and she was really great. She let me like she started me off really small, like let me, you know, I was mostly doing photo research at the start and. There was definitely more experienced photo editors there. There was four or five of us there, mm-hmm. so I was, you know, the low in the totem pole. And when you say photo research, what
0: does that mean exactly? It's like
1: all the stock photography. So if you're doing shots, if you're doing, you know, like lists used to be really big back, like the 25 greatest, you know, rock foot albums of all time. Okay. You know, all the if you're looking for a picture of Elvis or, you know, stock photography is like, hey, you know, it's everything you're not shooting. You know, like your Gettys, your trunks, mm-hmm. that
0: kind of stuff. But yeah. that's, there's like, it's an art to that too, I guess, as a good photo researcher. Yeah, definitely. You know? There's so much content out there and it's just kind of knowing what's out there and what's going to be the most useful for whatever project you're working on, yeah. I guess.
1: It's, you know, it's always, I kind of sometimes like, you know, like if you've got the time, like a photo research is uh, like like a hunt, you know, <laughs> it's like trying to find the best photo, especially, you know, when you're looking for something that, Maybe isn't on Getty, you know, or isn't on you know Easy, and you're like, oh, I found this rock mm. photographer back in the day who's like he was still making prints, and he'd send me all the prints, and yeah. you would. Get, I mean, God, back in the day, you were like people were sending you slides, you know, mm-hmm. of their work, which was kind of. Well, That's definitely changed. I don't miss that at all. Having people
0: send you your work, yeah, because you'd have to. Send, they send it to you. You have to like look at it, then you send it back.
1: Yeah. yeah, and if you lost something, like if you lost one slide, I think they would charge you a like, bunch of money, twelve hundred $1, dollars, fifteen hundred dollars, and. Oh, I do not miss that anxiety. Oh, I'm pretty happy that I'll be digital nowadays.
0: You know, uh, that's uh, funny. And yeah. I guess like working at uh, Blender, it's pro- it was primarily like the kind of music and kind of lifestyle magazine, pretty yeah, much. It was fun. Was music like something you had a big interest in, like prior to working there? Or was yeah,
1: it- for sure. I super into music before. Always been kind of a pop culture nerd. You know, love comic books, love movies, love you know to read you know sci-fi novels and uh music's a huge part definitely got bigger because of that. I definitely created a like a an LP collection yeah. because of the start of that because my job back in the day would have been part of it would have been like oh let's use a album art and for like a to shoot it but I would be running around the village trying to find that album, yeah, and yeah. then from that I kind of got into like records collecting. So
0: yeah, that's kind of interesting thing I was gonna ask because like now you've worked at like a bunch of different magazines. You work at uh, you worked at Blender, uh, Pop now, and then Savoie, uh, the food magazine. Uh, I you, was... you feel like it, it, working at all these different magazines, you kind of have to become like an expert in these different fields because they're all so different.
1: Yeah, no, I mean. They're also different. I mean, I've been, you know, I did, I I was at Men's Fitness. I was at WWE Magazine with like Christine Riley and Lisa Elin. Wow. I've done like a bunch of, you know, random magazines too for a while. Like I did all the photo magazines for Bonnier, like Popular Photography and American Photo. Mm -hmm. When I first started, I was doing like Sound and Vision. Yeah. You know, it just shows like how much it's changed and how much I keep, how much the media landscape's changed and hopefully like lucky enough to
0: keep having a job, you know? <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. That's what I was going to ask you, is, like, where do you, where do you see in 10 years? Do you feel like there's always going to be magazines around, or is it it's, it's just going to change? Because even, like, looking at, like, Side, like, it's a quarterly mag now, and I've seen it change. Rolling Stone was, uh, they used to do two issues a month. Now they're only doing one a month. Yeah. So, like, where do you kind of see things going, you think? Um, I love print. I
1: love a magazine. I think it's a different experience than the internet. Yep. And it's like, gives you the time to make stuff Really considered, especially with the art. Yep. You know, you've got like, how is this, like, what's the photo look like? All the treatment, you know. We, we just got out of a meeting just now before I got here to talk about like fonts and how it's going to look with the photography. And it gets you excited. And you, maybe you've got, with the quarterlies, you've got more time to kind of think about it, other than if you were working on like a weekly, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, we'll just you know, kind of getting it out. Yep. Um, I don't know. With like Pop Cy si, our mission now, like Joe Brown, the inner, current editor in chief, when he came in, he, he kind of, we went down to a quarterly. Or six and it was he wanted to make them like books almost like if you read last issues about like big machines or this year's issues about like growth and decay or whatever we might be the theme you should be able to like hold on to that and treasure it like five years from now yeah and that's what's kind of great they're almost like
0: books. Yeah, I, I, I look at magazines like that a lot. Certain magazines in particular. It's like, uh, especially like stuff where it's like current events or almost like any magazine. It's almost like a piece of history because like even me now, I still go to the library in my town. They got magazines from like yeah. the 80s and it's really interesting to kind of read those articles and see how Um, they approach their photography and kind of look at, you can kind of apply it now. It kind of gets ideas like, will you do that sometimes? Well, photography is like interesting
1: to see like what's current and what's trending, you know, like you remember like if you go back and you're like when everyone was like cross-processing everything, right? And you can look back and like, oh, that was late 90s or, you know, everything's kind of like there's a certain look right now that's really super in vogue, especially with food photography that has this kind of like, like, travel kind of, like... Like, Grant Cornett, who's a current, like, on the cover of uh, Shot the Last issue of War, like, he... Mm. It's got, like, his particular look, and that's a, kind of a cool look right now. A lot of people are into that. Like, you know, where everybody loved Terry Richardson's work, and everyone started doing Terry Richardson for a while, right? Gels,
0: like, gels are hot right now. Gels are hot right now. Like,
1: <laughs> the, you know, you see the movement. It's kind of cool, and you're, it's fun to go back and, like, you know, what's it going to be five years from now? What's it going to be ten? I would hope the magazines are still alive ten years from now. Yeah, I think they, they will. they're not trying to compete with the internet,
0: mm-hmm. like why not yeah it's it's definitely different like and the thing i I still subscribe to a ton of magazines because yeah. they're, they're basically free. What magazines do you like? Uh, I have a subscription. I, I like sports, so I have like a okay. lot of sports. I have like ESPN the magazine, Sports Illustrated. I, I've always loved Time magazine. Mm-hmm. I, I love Me the too. I love the Ten Questions. That's like one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Time, like a million magazines, but they're so cheap. Like I just subscribed to Golf Digest recently, and I got like a year subscription with iPad. It was like ten dollars or something. Really? Yeah, it was so cheap. Uh, yeah, no, I mean
1: I, I do too. I. You know, I'm a big, like, I love Bon Appetit, like, for magazines I'm not working on, I love Bon Appetit, and GQ, and, then like, all the smaller, and, you know, Monocle, and, like, you mm. know, Go, th- I love, and, and I just love going through the net moose I'll go, I'll sit up at, like, 14th Street Union Square, and, like, just sit there in the magazine section, looking that's, at that stuff.
0: That's one thing I'm jealous about, live, you guys live in New York, you guys have, like, some fucking awesome bookstores where or like newsstands where it's like they have like so so many magazines i yeah. didn't even know existed or like
1: european stuff like see what's happening in italy it's fun just i love just looking at stuff yeah. you know i was always the kid that was like you know my we'd go to the grocery
0: store my mom would be like look for me and i'd be in the magazine <laughs> section looking at magazines you yeah know? so yeah um now it's kind of whittled down i was like i actually like because i live in a small town in massachusetts so it's not really there's like fucking my choices of magazines are like what they have at the grocery store CVS <laughs> and like Barnes & Noble's which has yeah. a little but the CVS I went recently it's like all they have is like People Us Weekly and all that like well, stuff well if you're in
1: the city and you want like a cool <laughs> spot that's got like cool magazines going on there's a spot on Avenue on Avenue A probably like around like Fifth Street, somewhere around there, that's like this small magazine shop. Yep. and they've got so many cool, like international editions of magazines and stuff that you're not even thinking about. It's a great way to just, like oh, hell yeah, be inspired by stuff, especially stuff that you're not getting like at the like
0: newsstand. Especially, like, like you're saying, you can kind of see like they have like European and different like countries, and what they're doing over there can be different than what people yeah, are doing sure. here. Can kind of like spark and, like photography.
1: Being a photographer, you don't need to like, be able to like. Speak French to enjoy that magazine. If you're just looking at trying to like see what the photography looks like, hell no. I love so. GQ
0: Mexico or whatever. Yeah, me too. I follow. I mean, I follow all that stuff on Instagram because it's cool to see what other people are doing. You know, uh, no, for sure. And uh, I guess kind of going back, like, do you remember kind of some of the first photographers you kind of started working with? Are there like any shoots like uh, early on that you kind of stick out in your mind as like kind of memorable? You think? I mean, you've worked with so many different photographers, but. Are there any uh photographers you've kind of worked with over and over again that
1: kind yeah of- i mean back in the day like ray lego was a big contributor that i worked with that blender he did a lot of stuff back then Gio torino's mm. um you know scott schaefer which yeah. would i would you know a lot of these people i'm still working with i'm working with lego on a f- shoot coming up and then scott schaefer you know i started working with, you know he was shooting like covers for i wasn't producing those shoots or anything i was just lucky enough to even know what was going on <laughs> at that moment but he was doing that, and then when I moved on, and like you know, he shot the Obama. He shot when we pop side. We were still doing you know celebrities and like politicians and stuff. Yep. I had Scott do all of that, mm-hmm. and then uh, but our relationship as of knowing each other went back to Blender. You know, Nathaniel Welch, like all those. You know, it's like yeah, he's amazing. You know, so it's great. You just want to work with people you. And you know, I was always saying, you know, like such a people business photography you know it's like who you want to like jam with we like hanging out and talking about stuff yeah or like you know you know now you've got such a smaller budgets right and you've got such limited time and i'm doing you know like you're doing multiple brands at the same time and you're like you wanna like who do you want to jam with it's almost like first dates you know you're like <laughs> yeah, who do you yeah, want to yeah. like hang out with who do you want to like yeah who do you want to do cool stuff with yeah. you know and who can, so, who can you trust who can you trust who's gonna like I don't know. I just love working with photographers that do really great work and Mm -hmm. that are really great to work with who want to talk on the phone I yeah. still like talking on the phone I'm old school like that oh you know? I
0: one of the best pieces of advice I ever got was from this guy I said it before I think and it was a photographer I worked with and he was like he's like the best tool a photographer has is their phone and it's the truth because this guy I work for he's super successful but I, his works great but really in reality I think his real skill is that he he can talk to people and nowadays like I, there's so many magazines i work for that i've like i work for them like dozens of times i've like never talked to the editor really? like on the phone dude it's all and, through and email I, and i've tried like because uh. I, I, I i'm the same way i like talking to people because it, it saves time it's just not all this back and yeah. forth and you kind of get to know the person and you can kind of uh kind of get more in depth of like what they're looking to do but i guess this is the way the world yeah
1: i guess everybody's got their style Everybody likes to work yeah i like just to get on the phone Cause it's easier for me to convey creative concepts and what we want to do other than like writing it out, waiting for it. Let's get on the phone and jam it out. Let's yeah. talk about it. It's a creative experience, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. So, definitely. And, and I mean, and
1: it's easier to get people excited <laughs> when you're on the phone, you know, pipe, pipe, pipe,
0: pipe, pipe. <laughs> um, but like, obviously you have like the photographers you've been working with for years, but is it also, do you, are you constantly looking for new talent? I'm constantly looking for new people to work
1: with. Um, you know, I wish I had more like, more times to hire new people, you know, now with like four issues at Popsai, four is at like, you know, especially we do a lot of conceptual stuff. I use the Voorhees a lot for PopSci. Yep. And, um, it does get- and, but I'm always looking for new people. Uh, you know, Josh Dickinson here, that's still a photographer. I just started working with him at, at PopSci. Super fun. Like, I'm, so it's like, I try to mix with people I work with a lot. Cause you, you know, cause you, budgets are so tight and t- your time is so tight you know you yeah. like people you like you said people you trust people you like to work with yeah. but i want to move you know but i want to branch out do stuff with savoir like for sure like we're almost using new we have like a bunch of contributors we use a lot but yep. since it's all over the world you know i'm looking for someone and in, in, i'm looking for a photographer like in india i'm <laughs> looking for a photographer who you know it's great when i can sh- send people around that we like working with, but also I like to find, you know,
0: see what someone brings to the cool table. Cool new
1: photographers in Paris, cool new photographers in Sweden, cool new photographers, like, cause with our budgets, sometimes it's just, I love working all over the place. That's why like, you know, I get really excited about when I meet photographers that are like from like Wisconsin, <laughs> yeah. you know, or like, cause it's cool to see like smaller market photographers doing really nice work. And then we you're like, Oh, I've got to get someone, something shot done in some other place. Yep. It's great that I can uh, give them a shot. Yeah, or you know, work with you know, yeah. work with new people, and it's great worth you know, with our limited budgets to find people doing cool work in smaller swats. We don't have to fly someone in.
0: Yeah, and I would imagine like part of your job, it'd be kind of exciting because like you find a new photographer that hasn't like shot a ton, and they you kind of you see their work, and you kind of give them a shot. And kind of helping them progress their own career. It must be exciting to kind of see people kind yeah, of yeah, for sure yeah, cause yeah, yeah. It's really cool. I love it. Yeah, definitely. And I guess like, where are you looking for? If you're looking for new work, are is it mostly you're just kind of looking at other magazines or Instagram? Other magazines,
1: Instagram. Um, you know, it's funny that you brought that. I was hoping you would because I was talking to John Tulan, who's the uh, photo director for Field and, Stream. Field and Stream and Outdoor Life, and we're yeah, yeah. well, it's all part of Bonnier, mm-hmm. and you know. We're right in the middle right now. We're kind of in these, you know, temporary office space. And then we're moving up to kind of, like, the new, like, tech where I have less, like, room for stuff. Yep. And, you know, people sending you promo cards. And I don't know what to do with them anymore. You know, I don't have a place to put them. Yep. Or hold on to them. Just and you Take know, a
0: picture with your phone and then. Stop. I guess that'd be good, right? <laughs> That's a good idea. Maybe I should do that. You know, I do that
1: for, like, you know my personal life. And I'm like, Oh, remember that restaurant yeah, or exactly. whatever, but maybe that's a good idea. It's yeah. just like, I feel, and I, I was just talking to Tom folks, you know, that photographer sounds familiar. He was, he was and we were talking like, what's the, you know, people produce really nice promo cards and really nice stuff, like stuff you feel like costs a lot of money.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And it does. <laughs> yeah. It's r- actually the postage is actually, it's cheap to print cards, but the postage will kick your ass.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I and mean, then you're, you're a, or stuff that's like newspapers, oh, yeah. these, like some of them are so beautiful and are, and then you feel bad that you're like, I don't, I don't know where to put this. And mm-hmm. then I end up throwing it away or recycling it. Yeah. And I'm just, I would love to, to get on my radar, like show, see new people, but saving on the paper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like what, where, what other than, you know, Instagram is probably a good place to like find me. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I've got a personal one. I've got like a work one. Yep. Both ways. It's like, that way is really great i love like newsletters keep me posted what's going on yep Um, especially for like if you're going to be somewhere like all over the world but uh
0: yeah how do you look say you have uh like you said you you need a photographer in wisconsin yeah where are you looking uh, to find this photographer
1: um i mean i have to say like sometimes it's like could be like wonderful machine okay you know which is I think I've, I've heard some photographers love it. Some photographers don't like being on it. I've had some pretty good luck for like what I do since I'm now currently not really doing that much like celebrity work Mm -hmm. and I need someone who like can go cover something. But I think several, or wonderful Sheen's a good spot photo source on PDN used to be kind of thing. Sometimes I'll just straight up Google like something, uh, ask fellow, you know, uh, people in the industry what their recommendations are again. It's like I'm always looking, you know, taking photos of like people in magazines or work that I'm liking mm-hmm. um, Instagram is for sure like it currently is a good way for me to get on my radar geo tag
0: everything Yeah, you know, but uh yep uh, that's interesting and I guess like if you're gonna give a new photographer a shot um, what is it that you're looking for in their portfolio do you want to see that they have experience working for other like big magazines um, what is it because obviously like you said you're it's you're not you're shooting like quarterly so the stakes are higher you're not getting as many opportunities um, but if you're gonna give a new photographer a shot what do you think it is that sticks out in your mind if you're gonna give them a chance I think it
1: depends on the project. Um, what we're doing if it's something conceptual that's a different need than uh, you know go photograph like a cheese factory in Wisconsin or wherever or Georgia like the country which or something you know um, I'm usually it's depending on like what I'm trying to convey in that story um, what I'm trying like what the story is how big that story is Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I try to start you off as something smaller see what goes you know and then the second date can be something bigger <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly. laughs>
0: you mean you're not just gonna give them the cover man <laughs> uh, normally not you know but
1: i love working with like new people and getting new people that you like know working with because it's
0: just another quiver in your you know another error in your quiver for sure and like like i was mentioning with covers um what goes into uh picking a photographer for the cover because obviously there's more stakes it's like it's right it's a uh, a lot more production into it. A lot of the times, um, do you want to see that they've had experience shooting covers before, or this that they've been able to handle bigger productions? Uh, what kind of goes? I mean, in that th- definitely is it something you take into account. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, lately, with like both with Popside, we've been using the Voorhees since we started this kind of like very conceptual themed out.
0: Issues. Uh, are they, are they a, they're like a team?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, Robin Finley's, uh, Adam Borges, and Adam Finley They're mar- They're married. Okay. Um, probably some of the, in my entire career, some of the people I enjoy working with more than anything, they're super e- fun to work with. The kind of people that are like, whatever you throw at them, they're going to like just do an amazing job. And, um, they've been excellent. What we've been doing. I, and we do so much conceptual stuff and it's such this partnership of mm. like what we're doing. And, uh, but Robin does the all the propping okay. and set design, and then Adam does the shooting, and they're based in Austin, Texas, so actually, I've never even actually been to their studio during our, one of our shoots, which I hope to soon in 2019, keep talking about it, yeah. but it's all done over the phone and internet.
0: That's interesting, and with right. and with everything that you're doing, because you're, you're handling the pho- photography at both Popular Science and then... Savoir. I'm gonna keep this S- saying savior that. <laughs> savior, uh, um, how do you? I wonder b- if I'm saying it right. I, yeah, but <laughs> I can't. I can barely speak English, man. Um, but how do you kind of balance that? Because it seems wild that you're doing two magazines like uh, at the same time. Yeah, are, are is your like ship date the same date, the same days? <laughs> Lately,
1: or- they've been. Sh- they've been around the same close, which is pretty gnarly you know september of this year was they were both closing and you know the art team has got a you know even crazier job like we share like a consolidated art team now so everyone that's like sean johnson he's a group career director for the whole thing so
0: he's so everyone's working on both kind yeah
1: of. so the art team is actually doing the outdoor books and then then pop and 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 um the food magazine where me and John kind of split those duties and I'm doing pop sci and he's doing the, and I'm doing the food magazine and he's doing mm. the outdoor books. Yeah. Um, we have like a, like it's, we do have a little bit of lead time. We've been working on these issues for a while. So, you know, but it's always kind of like all of a sudden it's a rush and hurry and everything starts to kind of happen at the last minute. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's exciting. I love that both books are different. Oh yeah. Like if they were kind of similar I think there would be more like worry of being kinda of burnt out. But since like Popsi we're doing like, these like super poppy, super conceptual ideas about stuff, how to like art stories and then so as like more like Traveling travel travel and, and who wants to go to Italy and uh, or you know, trying to find cool places to send someone to That's
0: it's all good. Oh, is that you? Did um you
1: turn your phone off sorry guys i'm I'm an (laughs) asshole
0: um i'll start again Uh, oh they're so
1: different and i love that's why they're so different it's like the photography is totally different and for the most most part i mean i have used photographers that for both brands but i try to keep them separate
0: yeah it's just two different styles and aesthetics kind of
1: yeah and i don't you know i don't want to i want them to be different and i want to use different people for Different stuff. I mean, I have used Ted Kavanaugh for PopSci, and I have used Ted Kavanaugh for Savor like, or I, you know, but for the most part, I try to use totally different people. They have totally different needs, yeah. um, and they're both. Like what I love about them because their photography is just so different yeah. and you know I love them both like they're just because there's so much fun to work on
0: yeah and how is it working like uh, with like pop style because every month has like a different theme to the issue how is it is there like any certain challenges that differ from from like a normal magazine um, when you're working under a theme do you kind of enjoy that like challenge? I think it
1: kind of focuses you a little bit um you know it's like if you're doing like talking about music if you just break it down into jazz instead of having to talk about all music so if like last month the issue that's on the newsstands now is Danger mm-hmm. so you Danger gives you a bunch of like themes and kind of things to think about how to like conceptualize or how to art that stuff and then you know the next issue after that there's the themes different so your your ideas and what you want to do are different you want to do kind of different stuff I mean um, so each one is like kind of get to do a whole think about it a little differently every month so it keeps it fresh.
0: That's exciting and it's kind of like it's a pretty collaborative environment. Oh like, yeah, like, I mean it's like you, you get to pitch ideas and stuff.
1: You get to pitch ideas, get to like, I mean I love, I lo- it's probably the, like one thing like, one of the things I love working about in magazines or working in media is like how, how collaborative it is and how you get to do cool stuff with a bunch of like-minded cool people and Starts off, like I said, with an idea and you're like floating around and then, you know, and then it's something that's like, holy, it's right there. You can see it. All your, like everybody's hard work is like something to look at it and you do it again
0: you know and do it again and yeah um, it must be a pretty good feeling because like like you say it's such a fast-paced environment like the fact that you guys can just c- continually like keep getting these issues out every month is it do you feel like this like a sense of relief once you guys finally like this at the end of the month kind of yeah but, well the <laughs>
1: thing is like when the issue comes out like we're like already so far one. into working on the next one that i'm it's almost like that child is you know like when the mama bear kicks the kid up the the, the cub up the tree, and she's worried about the next cub that she's got to raise. And I'm like, right now, it's like in you know, the issues that are on new sound that I've done right now. I, I love them, and I'm, and they uh, It was really fun working on them. But I'm concerned about the stuff we're working on next, yeah. or like in the future. That's yep. the stuff that's like, I'm like super jazzed about. Like I just got out of the meeting right before here, and we're talking about fonts and layouts and different you know style treatments, and it's excitement of the next thing. Yeah. You know, which is fun.
0: Yeah, I think that's the attitude you gotta have. Like, like same thing with me with like photography. Like I shot a photo last week and then it's like once I'm done it's like on oh, the next thing, how yeah. gonna keep it going and get- Yeah, how do you keep how do you keep yourself like excited and motivated? Uh just continually like trying to shoot as much as I can um, and it, with doing this podcast it's helped me out a lot within the last year specifically like um, when I interviewed Brian Fink who's a really good photographer yeah I love Brian's work and he told me like he's like yeah like I'm, I constantly just have like a project I'm working on so like that's what I've been trying to do like last year I've done like three personal projects myself and I'm like constantly just trying to find something so when I do have time downtime just to keep shooting because it gives you more work it keeps you sharper and you have like Work to show people, and I found that's like how I kind of stay productive. I and guess. how about doing
1: this? Like doing this podcast it must be pretty, you know, talking. All these different people. I mean, when you're, you're talking to Albert Watson, yeah. the next minute you're talking to not- then you're talking to like me, who's you know No, man,
0: you're fucking. You've been no, in no, the no. Game. I mean,
1: I was looking here, I was like so nervous coming here because I'm like, look at who's <laughs> interviewed. Like, what don't even need like think and no, you know, no. There's all these people that like
0: the funny thing from doing this. Um, it's been. It took me. A, I've wanted to do this for a long time, but I was kind of like self conscious about like because kind of like I'm talking for an hour every week yeah. and throwing it out there. No one likes hearing their own voices. I don't really half time I don't really listen to these after I record because yeah. I, I don't want to hear myself talk yeah yeah but I like think that's that, what I sound like <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but the thing that's been really interesting is like what you realize is that a lot of these like super successful photographers that you kind of put on this pedestal when, when I've talked to them and like kind of spent some time with them you realize that like their mindset's still the same as like the kids starting out mm, like they're that's s- interesting they're still struggling yeah. like trying to find jobs obviously they're on a bigger scale yeah man, like but they're still trying to find work and it's still the it's, hustle it's right? still a yeah, hustle. hustle it's hustles like every every you know it's like trying unless, to get that job unless you're albert watson you got the dope ass studio and tribeca but <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's that's like another one but yeah, for yeah. the most part it's that's what i realized but it's then
1: how does also like as you you know i was like what as a photographer, it's like almost like an actor where if you're lucky enough to have a long fruitful career that, you know, and you get older and, and you're not Alba Watson, mm-hmm. you're not like Annie Leibovitz. Yep. Like and you're just trying to do good work. But then there's like a bunch of like young photographers coming off the bus every day, like doing stuff that maybe do it a little bit cheaper than you are. Like, I think that's probably the problem in any industry. As you get older, you get, you 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 know start to make more money and then yeah. you've got someone who's like I'll do that j-. like you, you're like I'll do that job for X amount of money and then there's some kid who's like I'll do that for you know
0: 250 bucks or say so. yeah but, I mean there's definitely those jobs where you're gonna get undercut but then there's like certain jobs where uh, the magazines or ad agencies they wanna hire someone that like has the experience yeah, it's not for sure. it's, it's not always about money certainly a lot of times it is um, no I mean I hope like
1: I think I'd hope that in the creative industry your your motivations are because you know, you've got this burning oh. desire to do cool stuff. Oh, know? 100%. It's not like I didn't... Because I don't have like... A, like I, I hope but, like when I'm, you know, with editorial budgets nowadays, it's just fun. I just want to do people who want to do cool stuff. Let's do some cool stuff, you know? Like I might not be able to like, you know... This job isn't gonna buy you that Porsche, but it's gonna no. be cool stuff, and we're if, gonna have fun doing it. If you I got,
0: hope. if you got into photography to make a lot of money, <laughs> not to say you can't, because yeah. there's certainly a lot of people making a shit ton of money, but I don't think that's like I don't. I hope that's not people's motivation. Uh, yeah, hopefully not. Uh, I mean. Uh, i just don't expect anything from it like like what do you mean like i don't if you i think like if you try to like uh obviously you have dreams aspirations to like i would love to be at the albert watson level of shooting these huge campaigns with people but like i'm not like i'm not gonna be bummed if i don't like yeah. i'm just focused on my work and continue, you do nice work yeah so. and try, try to shoot every week every month and this keep getting uh just focus on the day-to-day yeah and you just hope that people keep h- hiring you for stuff is
1: it i guess my point was like as you get older and you yeah know, you want to keep keep going you're competing against people who are coming like younger and it's like i just hope that like never just keep doing cool stuff get in people's faces be fun to work with you know like be hell, hell like, yeah. flexible and want to do cool stuff and i think that's like the name of the game I mean, i just always like who hey, do you want, i just I want to be able to get on the phone with somebody, yeah, and enjoy like talking to them about creatively and feel their excitement as much as I can be excited about stuff that's going on.
0: That was the coolest thing, like interviewing like Larry Fink and like yeah, Albert. Yeah, Ka- that must be amazing. Oh yeah, that dude was hilarious. But like him and like Albert Watson, those guys were like in their mid 70s, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. But like from talking to them, they feel like. They're still like in their twenties. Yeah, like that's, just that's the, so cool. That's just the energy that they yeah. bring to it. Yeah, and, yeah. And They just they just have that much excitement. Oh for God, it. I would love. To, I have to go back and listen to that Larry <laughs> Fink one. That must have been great. Uh, he, he played harmonica on it, and it was it was pretty quick <laughs> and hysterical. Um, but you know, one shoot I was really uh, excited to talk to you about. You you uh, you guys photographed Obama for the yeah. cover of Popular Science. Like, how did how did that kind of come about? And like, what are kind uh, of what are the, like the logistics of photographing a president? Uh, Did it take you guys a while? It to took get- a
1: long time, which I was not involved in. It was our PR marketing people with, you know, whoever does the press on the White House side. And, it, you know, it was a lot of, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Um, could happen. And this was all happening, like, right, like right before Christmas of that year. Um, I went into I went home to the holidays being, like, it's a 50-50, like, kind of had it set up, being, like, um, got my team in place, uh, Scott Schaefer shot that, you know, and, like, when you ask someone who wants to shoot, like, do you want to shoot, you know, President Obama, like, you, it's, you can kind of believe that anyone wants to do it, so it's pretty easy sell.
0: It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, so, uh,
1: you know, it was, it was it definitely made me, like, one of the most nerve-wracking shoots, like, I remember taking my dog for, like, a six-hour walk, like, the Sunday, like, we shot, photographed him on a Monday, like, right after the New Year, Yeah. like, I went and did the polar bear, polar bear like, Plunge plunge to, like, try to get myself some karma, wipe, wiping my karma a little bit, and then walk my doctor a bunch, and then we got me and Todd Detwiler, I was the creative director at the time, we went down to Washington, and I remember, uh, you know, the Secret Service makes you do a background check, you get everyone background check, I made everyone, I was like, we're all wearing suits, I don't care if you wear, like, shorts and t- sneakers, like, Every data was set, like, everybody's going to have a suit on. Like, we're yeah. going to, re- like, yeah. we're all in the, we're in the map room photographing the President of the United States. So, you know, we, we got our thing together. We knew what we wanted to do. We knew we were going to have, like, a tiny amount of time with him. Yeah. Um. And, you know, my parents were super excited, probably the most excited and most, like, about any shoot I've ever done. And we got there, the you know, the White House got us in. It was a super cold day. You know, we got stuck in the press room for a second. Mm-hmm. Then we got into our room, we set up everything. Definitely more worried about like where the light was, or where the cords were, like people will come in and be like can't have that cord right there because he, you know, Might trip, uh. trip and you don't want anything to like do to hurt him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, like it's like holy crap, he's coming in and then he comes in and it was great like shook hands and took a moment to say hello to every single person there which is amazing yeah and we're photographing him in the map room which is the room where you know fdr and churchill like history did the popped out the world war ii right and then it was like he was there for two minutes ten minutes eight minutes probably four minutes of shooting four minutes of like you know saying hi to everybody yeah. got one group photo with him yeah and then we were out and then he's like, we were like, this is the biggest <laughs> thing that ever happened. And I think he went off to have like a press conference about like gun safety yeah. and they're like, Oh, I guess he had other stuff Re- that real, day.
0: Real stuff. But it was,
1: so, I mean, it was amazing. It was some, I mean, there's so many, it's like, what's, I love this job. Cause you get to meet so many cool and interesting people, like regardless that they're famous or not, mm-hmm. you know, like, oyster farmers in long island or like you could have you know or oh, a, yeah. i went to a train museum last weekend like last week for a shoot and i was like that's that's fascinating to see the guy who built all that stuff
0: oh yeah definitely so, and when you're like with a cover that big um what well, how do you kind of decide the photography you you wanted to use what kind of goes into picking that because it's like you don't get any bigger than that Shooting yeah depends. no i
1: mean like scott schaefer had been doing a bunch of our like when we shot a person he was shooting already so i was kind of trying to create a, like a look a consistency every month i wanted to be you know like i love when you like not trying to reinvent the wheel every month like you want to do cool stuff but i like i like digital sometimes visual brand consistency um and scott had already been doing a bunch of stuff for us so it you know i thought about some other photographers but like i loved working with i love working with scott schaefer yeah and we are and I just knew that we would do some cool stuff, and uh, we did. He did an amazing job. It was fun. Like no, he gave me a print hangs in my apartment. It's beautiful. Oh, really? It's all framed. To give it, a thank you. And I, I look at it now and I'm like, oh, what did. was the time before? <laughs> you know. And it's like, I was. It was a great experience. It was amazing. Hell yeah, um,
0: man! You went from Maxim to the White House, man. <laughs> yeah, for
1: eight minutes. And then they're like, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to go home but you can't stay here you know so next thing <laughs> you know i was back on a, you know back on the train back up to new york but That's cool. it was a really great experience you know todd me and todd it was we're down there and cliff ransom was the editor-in-chief at the time and um it was just you know scott had a really great crew we make sure you got it so when he shows up you know for that eight minutes you're like bam 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 <coughs> shot him we, he must have shot like i mean so many frames in that like you know in, the, in those time frames and then you know picked out the best ones what we thought was good for the cover and that's what we
0: got no I loved it it came out great and uh, you know one thing I was kind of interested in talking to you about was uh, uh, do you do any of these like portfolio review things where what's your kind of take on these where like photographers go and they pay money and they Mm -hmm. meet with different magazines have you found new talent that way what's kind of been your kind of experience I've definitely
1: found new talent Um, I've done you know the photo plus ones I've done a few others I think consistently what I do, what I've had a great experience of when I've, I've found really great photographers is the photo works one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and they do that, I think in June and October of every year. Um, I found some really great photographers out of that. Um, and it's great because you know, some your photographers are in town or you're busy and you're like, Hey, can I come up to the office and say hi? And you know, you want to get FaceTime. I, you know, once you meet in person, it's it's again I think it's sort of like a first date like it's like speed dating but with like photographers that's what I always say it's like 20 minutes like can this person
0: communicate yeah like like
1: it's you know it's like rapport and you know you like their work and you get on their radar it's a good way of getting on their radar so it's not just like like a arbitrary like promo piece Mm -hmm. but it's a person behind that person like that that work yeah and um I, I've been doing it. I've been to photo works. I've been doing photo works for years now and I consistently do it because I find good photographers every time. I love when someone shows up and they're like, they're from some other market. Cause I, personally, what I do, I'm always looking for photographers in other like cities. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but that's a great way. I think doing photo works is a great way to get in people's faces. And when you're looking at like someone's print portfolio, um like what is it you want to see would you rather see more personal work they're doing do you want to see a mix of like a, uh a commercial work or like
1: um i mean i want to see that they're like doing editorial work i in doing you know i want to see their personal work mm-hmm. but like i don't think i've ever hired anyone because like i like their personal work okay you know i think it's more like what they're doing like how how are they shaping the the jobs that clients are giving them mm-hmm. i think is um m- more helpful than like you know you went to egypt for like a you know for a personal trip
0: <laughs> yeah definitely yeah because like when you're working it's way different like personal project um i, mean, I do a it lot. it depends
1: of- on the personal project if you're like really doing like almost a mixture of like fine art and personal project yeah then that's great i like you know um there's some photographers that do really great personal work mm-hmm. but that personal work if you're you know I need to see it almost in what you're doing in your normal work too. Cause it's all coming from the same place.
0: Yeah. And like when you're working for an assignment, most of the time you're under time constraints and I'm, I would imagine you want to see what someone can do when they're under a time constraint and, and they're what being the-
1: directed by somebody and they're, yeah. And they're, it's not just like when you've got all the time in the world to like work on something, which is great. I mean, I like your personal work. You do something like was the band. The, did you do that? You did that for a job. You did that for somebody, the, like band. the, the, uh, I marching band that was for a job oh actually. yeah yeah, yeah. Just, you,
0: they're not on my site yet but that was actually for uh it wasn't personal work it was for yankee magazine yeah yeah it was like all these like old time band but yeah
1: but you kind of like i mean there's a, definitely photographers that do personal work that looks a lot like or like longer stories you know uh i think you know i, I love working with spencer Lowell, mm-hmm. and you know for us like for pop si, he's done some really fun stuff and i think we did this whole job for like with nasa and the orion project and he just kept working on it yeah. after
0: you know or well oh, i do that shit all the time you know. i just did it recently where they hired me to photograph some boxer for rhode island monthly magazine a magazine I work with a lot and then when i was there i met this like younger kid that was boxing oh yeah that was and, uh, really nice stuff yeah you and know, i was yeah. i was like met this kid because he was just hungry i was like hey can i shoot like your training camp for ne- the next month i did that shot it showed it to the magazine then they ended up buying that so it's like
1: yeah i mean that's different i'm mean, like i like so yeah so i do like people's personal work i loved like the boxing stuff you did yeah but that's but that's not that's coming from the same kind of place you're doing your edit work yeah, in, yeah. You know? it's
0: like stuff like I, i'll shoot stuff that i can like i uh, feel like could work for a magazine because that's like another question i was going to ask you are you guys open to photographers pitching ideas and yeah kind of stories? I love, please like, pitch me ideas like, and have you guys like ever, stuff,
1: especially for we do a Sorry. No, no. I'm going to use my time to plug. I tell every photographer. (laughs) um, We do a photo essay, like, on PopSci, and, you know, it's the one time I get to sometimes pitch a story, and, you know, I want to you know we work together i'll give you a theme and then like we just try to like figure out a story together i love getting pitched that for that kind of
0: stuff yeah definitely i i wish i would have started doing it uh when i was uh, starting out more i've been doing it more and more lately because like what i realized is like these magazines like you guys said you guys are working at such a fast pace and you're constantly trying to like find a, a new ideas every month so like it, i think it i would recommend it to anybody obviously a lot of times it's not gonna work out but yeah don't you know. never know yeah like, you've, you've got
1: to. You know, throw the net out there and see what happens. I guess. Yeah, def- But But I, I like, especially photographers I work with a lot, or not people like. Once I've given you like what, because we have, like for pop Eye and especially Sword, we we're, we kind of work in themes now. Mm-hmm. So it's got to fit within that theme.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and you know, other magazines I'm sure not, aren't so like thematic as we are. Which we're kind of stuck in that. Yeah. But it's cool because you get to be like oh we're doing you know stuff on danger. Then, you know, I worked with Kevin Cooley and he. Kevin Cooley, the new issue Pop Side, the danger issue, he was working with this guy of his personal work who does like this smoke kind of stuff, this fine artwork. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I've got this guy who's making all this stuff in Minnesota, this guy who's making like fireworks by hand, right? He's like the only guy (laughs) still doing it in the States, right? So I pitched that like thinking, oh man, that would be so great for the Dangerous shoot. And I held that in my head and waited like six months to pitch that as like, we should shoot this guy as a photo essay, have Kevin go back. Kevin had shot him previously. I sent Kevin back to reshoot him properly for like, with a like actual idea for a photo essay in mind. Yeah. And we got, it was so much fun. I mean, it, that was, so you can see where a photographer, Kevin came in, met me for a meeting, mm-hmm. showed me his work, was looking at his like that stuff. He's by chance, I was like, I gave him the whole like, hey, I do this photo essay, got any ideas, stuff's coming up, the danger issue's coming up. Showed me this fireworks guy, I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> I, did, I pitched other ideas, but everyone was like, we gotta shoot the firework guy. Yeah. And that all came from like, a. Kevin came to meet me in the office pitched me a story. And then like eight months later from that, we actually did it. Wow. So, you know, sometimes it's a long, like kind of road to get to that. Oh, hell yeah. You know, from our initial conversation about it. Yep. But I never, you know, yeah, never forget
0: about the firework guy. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully he still has both both his hands. Um, And, you know, uh, one thing I was going to ask is like, uh, have you ever hired a photographer and they, like, didn't deliver? Like, how do you kind of deal with those situations? Does that ever happen where, like, they didn't execute, like, the vision you had? I mean, sometimes. Yeah. I mean,
1: sometimes it doesn't come out as great as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. That's definitely happened. Yeah. Um, sometimes that has nothing to do with the photographer, and that just has to do with, like, the subject or the time or, yeah. I don't know. There's all these factors.
0: Yeah, it happened to me. You know? Like, when I, I shot a second assignment for you at Popular Science, and it was, like, I mean... It was fine. The photo worked. Yeah, but all that like that guy, there's a Roomba guy, right? Yeah, it was this, like, they put me in a situation where, like, it could have been awesome because it, it was Roomba, iRobot, and I was like, oh, I had all these ideas. Like, hey, we could shoot him, like, in the factory where they make it or maybe, like, even in his office. And they're like, nope. That, like, you can shoot in the lobby, and that's it. And it was just like a boring corporate office, but I mean, that's that's no excuse, like, you got to make it happen. But yeah, sometimes I don't know if, if photography if some assignments are this tough, like, you just got to work with what you have and make something as best that you can. But sometimes, yeah, and
1: sometimes it's like you know, you and you know, unless I'm there, and a lot of times, you know, if I'm lucky enough to be on set, yeah, like if most of the time I'm not late nowadays because it's just like with budgets I'd rather spend that money on another cool piece of art than other than worrying about you know other than celebrity stuff or stuff that's really important covers and stuff like that especially with celebrity work you know photo editors that are doing you know shooting George Clooney or something on the cover yeah they have to be there yeah um if I'm sending you off to like photograph all the farmers in Italy, I don't necessarily have to be there. It'd be fun to, to be there. And I try to be there for stuff I can be on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, stuff happens, yeah. you know, like you try I never, I've never been like, I'll never work without. I've never gotten to <laughs> a point where I like never want to work for photographer again yeah, yeah. because of something. No one's ever come back and was like, you know, I didn't, Let's say it was film. You're like, oh yeah, all the like film, film did not hun- get underexposed? Yeah. Like was like, and you're yeah. like, oh, I have nothing. You know, like yeah. that's never happened. If that happened, then I'd be like, yeah,
0: yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Because by the time you hire someone, you've already kind of looked at their work and you know, yeah, and you're hoping you know they'll bring something to it. Yeah, um and I, I saw also you you've been a judge at some of these like photo contests. Yeah. I think you've done like a PDN. I've done
1: PDNs. I just did one for
0: production pair something in, yeah, in yeah. Europe yeah I looked at it. they had like a ton of judges like uh, do you find photographers that way do you think photographers should be entering these contests like I am not the I think I've entered one I'm a, I'm a cheap bastard <laughs> like, I'm, just like, I'm like fuck yeah, off I don't know why <laughs> not yeah, yeah 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 I think so I I think it's a good
1: I think it's a good marketing tool for photographers why not like, yeah. it's fun to be in like,
0: as long as you don't you know like if I don't win you're whatever just why not do yeah. it I guess those things
1: cost a lot of money, though. Do they cost a lot?
0: Yeah, they're, like... Uh, I think Communication Arts is, like, 50 bucks per photo. And then, like, I think, like, 70 per series. So, yeah. I mean, it definitely is an investment. I mean, Communication Arts getting into that book is pretty... Oh, pretty hell neat. yeah. You know, I, I was need... proud when I have gotten stuff in that. Yeah, I'm going to do it this year. I need to get better at that shit. I'm just, like... Uh... Yeah, I know.
1: I've got to put together our, like, SPD submissions for next year and mm. already. And it's, like, we're in the same kind of, like... It's like ASMEs and SPDs got, and stuff. Yeah, it's gotta mark it on the calendar. Yeah, no, I like judging. It's fun to see people like see work and you know, uh it's always fun when you see photographers that you're already working with like submitting. Mm-hmm. It's cool to be like, Oh, you know, like uh, it's like someone's <laughs> like and they and they win or they're in the final line and you're like, Oh, like it's cool to see.
0: Hell yeah, man, that's exciting. Yeah. And I guess a couple more questions like um, for like younger photographers uh listening who are looking to kind of get their work out there um what do you think is, like the best way to like approach a, a photo editor to show them like work if they haven't like met with you before Just like email? What do you want yeah, to see like
1: email's cool. Like I get I don't mean, say promo card. I mean
0: Yeah. If, like if,
1: when if, you're first Yeah, I don't know cuz I always thought like you know when you're first starting off like when you you're either like coming out of school or coming out of like or that that big jump between assisting and then full-time shooting. There's that crazy like like chicken for the egg. Like how do you, I need work to get more work, yeah. you know, which I've always thought was like, oh, that's a tough thing. Cause you need people to, you need those first people to take a chance on you. Give you those first smaller jobs. to do a good job from that. And then that person likes working with you and you get another job. And you know, again, like, like I say, those mag- portfolio reviews, I think it, Um, I've definitely seen like started out people who just want to, you could take their portfolio and like give you advice and kind of talk about it and stuff. Like, what do I do next? Yep. And that kind of stuff is like, yeah, photo works costs money to do it, but you get all this face time with people. Yeah. And it's a good, like nowadays is a good one. If you can get in the office to show me stuff. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, and then if someone emails you their work, do you prefer to see like a link to their website, a PDF with some photos they've worked on? Do you have a preference? Yeah. Um,
1: again, never give up giving cause like I can't get back to every persistence <laughs> is good. Cause I, um, depending on the day, you know, depending on what, like what's going on, like, I could be totally yeah. locked into your, Email or your newsletter, and some days it just flies right past me, you know. Yeah. So,
0: but I'm I'm sure like if someone's persistent, you can tell that they actually care about the magazine yeah. and want to be a part of it. It's not just like some email blast. Yeah. Like that's something I when I first started out, I made the mistake. I was just, like, I'm just like blasting everybody. Then I realized like, no, you need to research the people that you want to work with. See what they've done, because then they kind of, they can tell that you actually care. It's not. Yeah. It's for sure. not. It's not like you're just looking for like another check or something. Yeah. If
1: you're like showing, you know, if you look at the brands I'm doing right now and then you your work is totally different than that. Like you're a fashion photographer, yeah, and you're not doing anything you're like, then I'm not your person. Like go yeah. get in the face of yeah you it, know that kind of stuff. It like,
0: doesn't take it's just a little bit of research. Like look at the yeah. last six issues they've done, see the photographers they work with, see some of the interesting articles yeah. and see And with
1: Pops si, eye, like do not I love popping mechanics <laughs> but we're but, <laughs> but you know a lot sometimes people slip up and they're oh, like they oh say that <laughs> and they're like oh then you're not you're not you know you're not doing your research you know, well enough, you know, it's always a funny red flag to me. If someone says, Hey, I love to work for popular mechanics. You're like, yeah, but you're emailing the editor, photo editor for popular science. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. So you know, don't, you know, yeah.
0: Yeah. We do, do some research about it. You know who you're trying to pitch. Yeah, for sure. And, um, I guess like to wrap up, like you've been doing this for a while now. What is it that you kinda work enjoy about working in the photo industry? What kinda keeps you going and do you kinda got any goals for your own work kinda going forward? Um
1: again, like I love the collaboration. I love like, you know, where it starts off and I with an idea. Could be like my idea, could be someone else's idea, and then we like make it happen and like you see that idea come to fruition is awesome. Um I love, you know, since I've started working on Savour, like it's definitely because I didn't have a lot of food and travel in my in my own work. because yeah. I just uh, and the opportunity to do that magazine has it's been so much fun and exciting because I love I love doing pop side and I, it was fun that I got to do two different types of stuff. It keeps me super excited. Yeah,
0: you feel like you kind of learned a lot about the culinary world since. Yeah, and
1: this like different types of photography or different photographers and different needs and you know it's fun that both books like every month it's different every month. So it never gets stagnant Mm -hmm. and that's kind of keeps it. And I work, we work with, I'm fortunate enough to work with so many like cool people. Yep. And nowadays, you know, it's like we're small staffs and we just want to jam out cool stuff and you want to do stuff you're proud of. Like I'm, I like proud of every, like I love being proud of that stuff. You know, I love like seeing my, I love seeing my work on the newsstand. I love, uh, you know, it's fun to be proud of that stuff. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah I mean if I had a it's it's never you know I was listening to this podcast this morning about like you know AI taking people's jobs and how like if you're you know doing something that's kind of like you're writing the same report every day then like an AI will you'll probably have more chance of like a robot taking your job where like what's cool about being creative is like it changes all the time and it's feelings and things and it's cool to do that and it's never like it's never repetitious, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, what's really fun. It's fun to be, it's fun. You know, I'm fortunate enough to get paid to, to be creative and work with creative people and do cool stuff, you know,
0: hang out at the white house and whatever. Yeah, just like to- <laughs> You know, it's fun. Like,
1: you know, like when we do the covers for pop side and, and, you know, these, they start off these like sketches that, you know, these ideas and then they come out to this thing at the end and you're like, Oh the man, that looks so cool you know like that's fun like i love seeing the final product when it starts off as an idea yep. and the next thing it's like this thing you're holding in your hand or the website or like it's fun to do cool stuff for the web and do and see it posted online um yeah it's just like i just love to collaborate cool do stuff and i don't know keep yeah. hopefully keep doing it hell yeah you know? man
0: that's exciting <laughs> so, man well uh thomas man can't thank you enough for his real pleasure talking to yeah. you and uh yeah thanks again yeah thanks alex happy holidays happy holidays so there you have it that was the thomas Payne interview i want to thank thomas so much for taking the time to come on the podcast it's a real pleasure getting a chance to speak with him about all his experience within photography and everything he does over at popular science magazine as well as saver magazine uh definitely go check out both those magazines they do great work amazing photography um, and also definitely go check out Thomas's uh, Instagram at Tom NYC. Um, I'll link it in the bio. You can uh, check him out. And as always, I'll be having weekly podcasts every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, as well as my website, AlexGagnePhoto.com, and on my Instagram, at AlexGagnePhoto. Thanks so much for listening, and take care.